welcome to another episode of Married to an Alpha Female here on Dr. Me First. Father's Day edition. Da, da, da. We're super excited to be talking about dads with a dad. <laughs> nothing, nothing like a, you know, not just a dad. I'm a three timer, you know, I mean, we've got three, yeah, so you're I'm a three timer. You're a three peep. I'll give you that. All right. Well, to kick off Married to an Alpha Female Father's Day edition, I asked the kids, some of those Pinterest questionnaires. Well, I asked the children that, so I'm going to tell them to Craig. Craig, you give the answer that you think is pertinent to you, and then I will give the children's answer. All right. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. What is Daddy's name? I'd say most of them called me Craig Wiseman. They did, Craig Wiseman. How old is Daddy? I think Camden's pretty sharp, uh, the oldest. He will he will know uh, that I'm 40. Uh, now, the other two, I don't know where they're going to be at. So, Sissy answered the question first, and she said, big 40. <laughs> and the boy said 40 as well. What does Daddy say? Uh, whip, whip. Whip, whip. Yep. <laughs> that was correct. <laughs> uh, and not that we beat our children, but you do do it in the mic how you talk to the children. I'll, I'll tell them now. I'll, they'll be misbehaving or something, and I'll just look at them and I'll say, whip, whip. You know, I let them know that, hey, dad, not going to put up with this. And then they usually kind of look at you right away and like, oh, was I doing something? And You used to, whenever they were getting out of bed at night, yes, at you night. would say, whip, whip. <laughs> I think that's where it got started. <laughs> I would, I would, the hallway would be uh, silent and dark. And you'd hear them walking down the hallway, and so I'd whisper it. Yes. And then they'd turn, you'd and hear them run back giggle. to the room. <laughs> Daddy's favorite food? Um, I'm going to say, I could see uh, I could see Sis saying something like, like milk, but you drink. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys, I think maybe like hamburgers or pizza. Sis said toes is oh. your favorite food. <laughs> And the brother said, kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that sounds about right. Yeah, because I'll, every now and then. You I'll, pretend to I'll, nibble I'll, hey, on them. Hey, you want a toe? Here, here. I've got a big one here. Yeah. You can. All right. Your favorite drink? Um, milk. Sis said water. Camden said Dr. Pepper. I can see he that. was pretty much spot on. Yeah. Daddy loves fill in the blank. Um, our family. That's what Briar said. Okay, well that's good. Daddy loves me is what Camden said, and Daddy loves mommy is what Sissy said. Oh, well, that's great. I thought those were great those answers. Really good. Uh, Daddy's job is farmer. Yes, they said farming, and Sis was being silly and said whip whipping. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she's on a trend that you maybe need to back off of. Yeah, maybe. Daddy is good at. I, I don't have any idea. Basketball, planting corn, whipping. Those <laughs> was that sis again? That was what, yeah. yes. Sis, that is, was sis, again. sis is definitely stuck on it. She One is. track mine. If I had $1,000, I would buy daddy. Car? A pool and farm stuff. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I thought so too. Daddy is so strong, he can lift. I'm sure one of them said me. Yep. Um... 
they say like weights or an animal or something or two thousand pounds. <laughs> that was the other one. Nice. Nice. Daddy's favorite TV show is. Oh, I don't know if they'll they'd even know what my the office. Is. They oh. all named it. Did they? they and say I was the like, office? oh my gosh, they do know you. If Daddy and I could travel, we would go to Hawaii, Africa, and a city. A city. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to town. Daddy's favorite color is green. Green, blue, orange. Wow, three different. Yes, hmm. they all had different ones. And I love my daddy because, I'll just tell you, you don't have to guess. I love my daddy because I have a heart. That was sissy. <laughs> I love my daddy because he's the best, is what the boy said. Oh, well, that's nice. Wasn't that nice? That's very sweet of him. Yeah. I thought our kids actually did rather well with that. I didn't know where it was going to go. Uh, you never can tell. It's also nice to know that they, they have a fairly decent perception uh, of you, you know, they themselves, what they think of you, you know. When... Uh, this was done for the Mother's Day edition when Camden was probably three, yeah, maybe almost four. Do you remember the question of mommy's favorite thing to wear is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Camden's response simply was black pants. Black pants. <laughs> I was like, he nailed it. That's what I wear. Black Every pants and a different office. dress shirt. Yep. <laughs> so good. Well, yes. It's a fun little thing. I'll put some of the questions up in the show notes if you want to interview your kids for their daddy. And next what we wanted to talk about is I am currently developing an article for Father's Day called Happy Mommy, Happy Daddy. And along those lines, I, I work with a wonderful copywriter. Her name is Julie. And she had questions for you. So okay. I already asked the questions to the kids. So this time, I'm going to ask the questions you all right so uh they're not really softball questions i mean these are kind of hard so the first one is what has aaron's journey taught you about yourself whenever you were working the uh the standard job as in as far as in the medical profession in the office there was no doubt or concerns for financially where we were at any point yeah we were okay and so i mean that was never a and I think it was one of those things that's like, well, we've got this, and, you know, if we want to go buy a new car or, uh, you know, like the, the, the home we had, you know, we, we could have got a bigger home. I think we home, went to Disney that year. Yeah. Yeah. We, which is nice. You know, we went there for one day. But I guess the, the point is that it didn't really buy anything that was any, that we really enjoyed, you know. And, and you just kind of stop and you look at that and you, you realize that, the happiness part of uh, of our relationship didn't come from uh, financials. It came from uh, being around each other, being around each other in a good mood. You know, whenever you're around each other and one of you is depressed all the time, that doesn't really make make for a great relationship either. You learn that you have to take care of yourself on a mental level. So I hear you saying that it taught you money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah. Because, I mean, we were pretty high on the hog. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. And I also hear you saying that it taught you that no matter what state of life it, you're in, your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health really does come first. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And that's that was a, such an important thing that maybe, I don't know, just didn't really think about, you know, because we're 
we had little kids and we're just at certain points just trying kind of trying to survive you mm-hmm. know and um you you kind of lose track of some other things as i see you str- saw you struggling you start to realize well what's the problem and why is it like this well it's not this reason it's not that reason and you just kind of start to figure out you know that it's it's more of the mental health and and you know doing what you love and spending your time doing things that you enjoy doing yeah your priorities first you know and at some point you have to stop treading water you either sink or swim quite literally yes and i think that was and i'm just i may be putting words into your mouth but i think that was the point that you got to with me is like erin you don't have to tread water anymore i see you sinking like let's do something else and and instead let's swim like let's enjoy this yeah yeah well i mean i think uh and and it was kind of interesting you know there were several people who uh when we told them that you know you were leaving leaving the office they're like they just had it in their mind that a doctor works in an office and that's it and you couldn't do anything else because you had to be in an office you're a doctor so you worked in the office. And, you know, when you kind of looked around at other job opportunities. and There were a lot. There were an awful lot. And it was kind of, in my mind, you're like, at first you kind of even told me, well, there's no other job. So I was like, you know, it seems odd. Yeah, I was definitely stuck in that, that negative headspace. That level of education. And there's only one job out there that, you know, that, that you have to do. It just seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, you were very upset. And so I couldn't really point that out in that manner. There's a lot of learning on on both ends of it, you know. So what else do you think the last, I don't know, six years has taught you about yourself? Oh, I think even with my own self, you know, that the sacrifices always have to be made. And there's going to be times of the year, like on the farm, where I'm not around. And there's going to be times where I am around a lot. And so I need to make my own personal sacrifices for my wife to make sure that my wife gets to do some of her own things and enjoy some time uh, herself and and do the things that's going to make her feel good, be happy, just because, you know, it's got to be, you've really got to share. Yeah. And I mean, I think to that point, when you say sacrifice, to me, that sounds like long term years and decades of like what I did through medical education. But I think what you're saying is like that ebb and flow. Yeah. Like sometimes it's high intensity and like really hands on. And then other times, well, like right now when you're with you planning, like we're talking tonight because it rained today. Yeah. Otherwise, you would still be out in the field. Yeah. It's like quarter till 10 right now. You would still have another couple hours of work to be working. And. It's just that, like, that flow of, like, we just know, like, during this time of year, it, it's going to fall a lot on mom. Yeah. And and we've adjusted that. You know, we hired Miss Nessa, and she's helping, and your mom helps. But then there's other times, like, in the winter, yeah, you take I, the my, kids more. My schedule's slower. I go play volleyball. Yeah, yeah. you play in your league. You you uh, took a you went to a conference or two over mm-hmm. the winter time. You know, you're gone for three or four days at a time. Mm-hmm. and. I mean, there's things like that that, hey, I need to step up to the plate and I need to make sure that you get a chance to recharge your batteries as well, you know. Do you think that was something that 
that this journey taught you or do you think you already knew that and it just emphasized it more? I think it emphasized it more. I already knew it, I believe. I mean, I think that I've always been pretty decent about trying to help out around the house and, and help out with the kids and stuff. It's just that I think that uh, it pointed out more to me, hey, you know, um, especially once you have the kids. I mean, golly, I, it's an all-hands-on-deck thing, and you need everybody helping, and it cannot be a one person. And, you know, whenever you were not, you were not happy, whenever you were not healthy, it really made it hard with the kids. And when you are happy and healthy and you feel good and you're rested, you know, and you're in a good mental state, it makes it so much better at home. And I think it's just a thing that I didn't see the importance of it so much until... It started turning around. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. What has my journey through this very like non-traditional entrepreneurial endeavor, like starting my own business in a way that people around us are like, what's a life coach? Why is Erin not a doctor? Why is she doing this other thing? Or what has that taught you? I don't know. I've I've been really impressed on a lot of levels because, I don't know, I've told several different people, they're like, what's she do now? I'm like, well, she's got like at least six jobs, I think, at the same time all going on. She does some writing. She does life coaching. She does some speaking. She works in the residency. I said, you know, I, I swear she's got two or three other gigs on the side yet. And, you know, it's it's really been impressive to me that, you know, you just need to turn over some stones and look around and you find a way to make a path for yourself. And it maybe was hard for me at first. I agreed with you. I believed in you. But I also thought, I wonder how this is going to work. You know, there's obviously a lot of doubt in things. And you think, well, just bite your tongue and give it time and write it out and see see how things see how things work. Yeah. You trusted me in times that I didn't trust myself, and I think that's what helped keep me going forward. And now it's been really nice when I write us a paycheck out of the business account. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet, I would <laughs> Yeah, and I'm very proud of you that we're even able to do that because for a good while I thought, well, it's okay. It's a tax write-off, I guess. You know, it was a, kind of my approach, you know, admittedly at first. And I thought, well, you know, what's it hurt? I farm. Seems like we lose plenty of money like that a lot of the time. So, you know, she gets a chance to, to burn through some too, you know. Yeah. And honestly, that first year, it was a big negative. Oh, a yeah. A big negative. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we've turned it around. All right. So, another question. Again, the article is kind of talking about... When you're a happy mommy, when you're a happy daddy, it means so much more to your close sphere uh, that you live in, the people who you live in most intimately. So what does it mean to you to be a happy daddy? I don't know. I look at more of a a function of how the house is running. You know, it just makes you feel good whenever you come home and, and, you know, hey, how's your day? And, And, you know. You look at me, I was pretty good, you know, and you smile and you, I can tell that you're, you're feeling good and that the kids are, are behaving or maybe, maybe they're just acting like normal and we're just able to handle or tolerate or look at from a viewpoint of a better, you know, a better standing on a little better ground. eh, It's not that bad. 
you know, what, what they just did or um, how they're treating each other or acting at times. And uh, I think it's, it's more of a being a, you know, just being a happy spouse, being a happy member of the family, you know, that, uh, that things are going well at home, you know, is how I look at it. And I think so, too, like just looking at the kids' answers that they gave us to start this episode off. I think for you and just seeing you and your fatherhood, for you to be a happy daddy, it, it really is for your children to know you and to have those silly, quirky relationship things that you guys oh, yeah. have together. We joke a lot. I, I think that's part of your fatherhood and, and happiness in your fatherhood is that being truly all invested in the kids. Oh, yeah. And and not just them, but you two. I mean, it's very important to me. Just um, my family is just very important overall. And it means a lot to me. And I think it's been good that we've been able to pivot and craft this early and know that probably in the future it's going to look different. But taking those first initial hard first steps into uncertainty, I think now we're maybe a little bit more adaptive as a couple, as a family, as individuals, to know like when life throws us that curveball, knowing you don't have to step in front of it. Like instead, you can swing for the fences and try. Yeah, yeah or at least at least duck is what I was thinking. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I mean, you, you know, you do get a curveball, and you know, I mean, getting used to things and learn to adapt and adjust. Well, happy early Father's Day to you. I got a few surprises up my sleeve for you. You know I do that every year. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. I'm hoping that uh, we probably get to go out to eat or something like that. That's what I'm hoping. I hope so, too. Yeah. The kids would be excited. Oh, they'll love it. They'll love it. Well, thanks for doing Married to an Alpha Female with me. I really appreciate you, hon. Oh, well, I love you very much. I appreciate you, too, sweetheart. And to all those people out there listening in podcast world, give your hubs a squeeze today. Tell them happy early. Father's Day or on Father's Day and let him know that he really has made a big difference in all of this. And remember, your life, your calling.